This show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer, episode 102. It is me, Russ the Face, and I'm joined by my co-host, Byron. Small heads, <laughs> big helmet. Was that the thing? <laughs> or, um, and uh, and friend of the show and uh, realm hammer creator, uh, Tom Battle Roll Hewitt or Chewy. Hello, hi, welcome. How's everyone doing? I'm all right, yeah, I'm all right. I'm we're sat, I'm sat in my geek pit while it's nice and sunny outside, so I'm feeling particularly, yeah, right. I can see good. loads of loads of sun out the windows that I'm not making the most of, currently. yeah, so yeah. uh. Also spent two days not realizing why I felt like I was dying, and then it turned out it's when hay fever starts. So <laughs> I have medicated myself, and I'm feeling lots more human. Good, you sound good, which is the main thing. And I don't really care about anything else other than that. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, is it my sexy voice? Yeah, you don't sound like you're dying too badly. So perfect, non-death, non-death is good. So um, welcome to the show. Um, before we get into it, but I'll just say what the topic will be. So today we are going to do a janky order list, as we talked about uh, when we did the Daughter of Kane show. How and janky? As janky as Byron wants to make it. So no, that's not true. That's not true, though, is it, Russ? <laughs> All right, I've curbed, I've curbed your enthusiasm slightly and made you made you stick within the Daughters of Cain allegiance. Um, right, we've got some sharks in. <laughs> so you threw some fish in, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then um, Tom's here, because we thought we'd, what we did is quite often when we chat and we're doing hobby or whatever, we're, we're talking through army list ideas and bouncing ideas off each other to get to an army list. And in quite a lot of our shows, we will showcase an army list that we've already gone through that process. So what we thought we'd do today is have Tom on the show who can throw some curveballs at us and we yeah. can show you live, and this might be a disaster, but we'll see, um, <laughs> how how we go about crafting a list. And we do have a video on tips for building army lists, which you can find on our channel. I'll put a link below. Um, but actually, we thought we would take a couple different topics and we would do some list crafting. And if you like this idea and you want some stuff crafted, then put that in the comments and, yeah. you know, give us a like and get similar videos like yeah, this. Yeah, give us a challenge. We'll, uh, we'll take it. If you don't think that Tom's made our lives hard enough, I'm sure that you can step in and take 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 on the challenge. <laughs> and, and the idea is we're trying to look to making them as, as match play competitive slash fun to take to an event as possible. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be like winning everything or anything like that but just just sort of adding a little bit of cohesion or or like synergy into the armies and stuff like that but they might be theme round models or whatever so we thought we would just uh have a bit of fun absolutely i think um, it's that people just don't often do that extra bit of consideration when i think about this you know like people turn up and they're like i have this cool idea here's this idea from the book here's this idea from my head here's this idea from these are my favorite models uh, and then it just stops there. But I, um, I mean, I, I did that before I took my my army that stomped it for like two years straight, mm. and I just cobbled together my favorite things. But I thought really hard about trying my best 
to make my bag of crap work, and it actually did. So you, um, you become the GT champion, Byron. So yeah, it did. must have worked really well. So uh, very confusing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we want to take that type of you know that type of process because I started off just with a bag of crap, and I thought about it harder, and then by the end of it, it was the same bag of crap, but it wasn't behaving like crap. So ideally, we want to go through like one of my thought processes for a list. <laughs> and by crap we mean like seldom seen or unusual choices or suboptimal yeah, or, to the internet you, choices and stuff yeah. like that so. or less duplication of war scrolls because um i think a lot of lists you know people well here's my battle line i'll duplicate it three times you know and take lots of it or something like that or that's a good monster i i want you know like three of them and then i can't fit anything else in the army it's very easy to duplicate things but um especially if you're stuff doesn't cost much or you're making a multiple small unit army msu then it's quite easy to get one hell of a lot in there and those things aren't going to be significantly pointed by definition kind of yeah and i think sometimes there's something to be said for your opponent just not really knowing what your stuff does or how to deal with it and sometimes also, that includes you not knowing doesn't it uh, yeah and that can <laughs> itself as well but um we we thought we'd start but before we get into the main list crafting um First, for a couple couple things. So first is that Facehammer GT dates September the 11th and 12th um, this year, uh, subject to whatever happens in the world, um, at Element Games uh, venue. Um, so that's up in around Stockport area in the UK. So mm-hmm. if your tickets are not on sale yet, they will go on sale at some point in the future. And there will be for a sure. page on the website um, once that's been revamped because there's some work that me and Chewie have been talking about doing to the site to... Uh, make it super sexy and just to know obviously the world situation might make this less doable but if traveling from abroad is a thing we're only 15 minutes from manchester airport um if anyone from abroad wants to attend please do you know get in contact early and we will do our best to accommodate you and make the process easier because we like it when people travel for our stuff it'd be wonderful to see you yeah and uh hopefully we can get back to gaming have some fun sink some some beers or, or some uh, juice yeah, if that's if you're jealous. one of those uh, non-drinkers but you still need fluid so it's fine um, <laughs> and and just have a bit of a fun so i i'm definitely i got another meme today on my phone it said this day three years ago and it was another picture from a tournament and i was like can you just stop doing this to me google <laughs> like it's 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 just it's just torturous it's like they know meme caption when you knew what fun uh, is like. yeah it's like <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I remember those things I used to do like every every other week for every year <laughs> for the last ten years. Thanks very much. Um, so, <laughs> such a such a first world problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's the first bit. So um, obviously, hopefully, check out uh, the website and that. We'll obviously you'll hear more about that as we get closer to the date. Uh, the next one is on our Sunesh video. We had a competition. Um, and that was our Sunesh deep dive where we wanted some interesting army lists and, um, and that was to win a series D brush set. Um, and we've picked a winner. Um, and that is, uh, Cameron Thompson with, uh, seeking Valhalla. So well done. Pretty cool list as well. I like, yeah. uh, I like the extra thought that you put into it. And also I, I don't think that army is bad at all. No, that's got some, it's got some legs for sure. It's, it's got some wheels for sure. <laughs> legs as well, actually, I should say, because obviously, like they've they've got multiple legs, and lots of lots of uh, lots of slick blade seekers and bliss barb seekers and seekers, 
Um, so, you know, using the Exalted Speed Knight Battalion, only one hero, bit renegade, but it looks like it's uh, been themed loosely around Mad Max, which is cool. Um, shiny and chrome, so I expect to see this painted up all in, like, metallic flip paint or something equally crazy. Um, and you can use your Series D to get those dry brushes up on there to get all those models painted. So, um, yeah, so what we do, if you want to... Uh, I'll send you a reply to that comment, and if you just want to give me your email address or or email to contact at facehammer.co.uk, and then we can uh, get in touch to send you out a set. So well done, and uh, we'll be in touch. So uh, keep an eye on your uh, on on the comment, but send an email to us for, at that email address. But I'll put it on the comments so you can see it, and then uh, we'll sort out that brush set for you. So thanks very much for entering and and giving us an interesting list which uh, is very speedy. Uh, so that was right up our street. certainly is. Yeah, absolutely. That's It's actually pretty close to some list that I was sending us yesterday. <laughs> so. Perfect. Yeah, Can't great. believe you can pick my list. Well, I thought it was a bit <laughs> harsh to pick your list when you're on the show. I'd be like, hey, have a hey friend who collaborates. Let's, we'll give it to ourselves. <laughs> sort of indirectly. Um, no, but I, I did like your list. But that's, uh... yeah. All the chariots. Just more chariots, chariots and more chariots. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Shout out to Ricky for writing a list that was nothing from the Slanesh book, but it does look very cool. And yeah. it's very low model count, so and drop. So I was into it. Although it is still it's still Slanesh Allegiance, but we were like, there's no actual there isn't a single war scroll from the Slanesh book. Yeah, it's benefits from the rules, but not the war scrolls. So we, still, were, uh, we thought it was really cool, cool though. Yeah, absolutely. On the subject of fast, silly multiple small units then should we like, yeah well why not segue let's... our way into the silly daughters list that i've been writing yeah let's let's go i've got to have to like i'm gonna to have to populate this as we go on the fly because cool. uh, i I've, i haven't actually um i've got, got what i think prepped. it is oh, okay. so we can we can go through that and i can should i just i'll go top to bottom down it explain well, my I'll, thoughts i'll add then... the first stuff in originally that i know that's in it so marafi <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh, I don't know. Oh, it's annoying. You have to add them both separately, right? And then you had yeah, Morgwef the Blooded, right? Yeah, because Which bargain. Yeah. And if you're doing that, you have to add the Blade Coven. And things. Yeah. Follow um, along at home, people. No. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Slaughter Queen rounds out the heroes. Okay. Um, what have we got unit wise for your uh, line? 10 Witch Elves, 10 Witch Elves, 10 Sisters. Mm hmm. Um, we'll do allies at the end. Um, <laughs> the Blade Coven, if you've not already added those. I have that. Cool. Ten Doomfire Warlocks. It's like the Renegade. Sweet. Five Canary Heart Renders times two. Uh, heart Renders. Cool. Yeah. Nine Knight Shadow Stalkers. Ew. I still find it weird when you see nines and elevens in lists. Yeah, I like it. I don't agree. It's a weird. It's weird. And then, as far as allies go, we allowed up to... Oh. Four, I think, by the end of it, but we just got three. Um, so, uh, Deepkin first. We've got two Akalian Alapexes. Right. I have to be a bit nimble on my uh, on my scrolling. Sure. And, and That's not in this book, Byron. Uh, we're going to properly upset Russ next. <laughs> I, 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 I know what's coming, and I'm I, I'm hovering <laughs> over it now. I... Gyrocopters times three. Please. Do they come and... They're not dispossessed, are they? Cities. They're, they're cities. Oh, they're cities, technically. All right, okay. Uh, technically, uh, is that only type of crack that matters? Yeah, they're not war machine. No, 
they're a little fish with wings that flies around and shoots steam at people. That's amazing. They look like puffer fish. Gyrocopters, you say, not gyrobots. Yes. Yeah. Uh, correct. Yeah, three of them. 180 points. Uh, so I get a yeah, I get a really like I get huge satisfaction from the fact that my allies pull adds up to exactly 400 points. <clears throat> so allies are there. We've got our free battle line. Um, we've got our heroes. No formations. Looking groovy. So who's your general? Don't know. Who should be my general? Got to be because you can't yeah. give the others all unique, can't they? So got to be the slot queen. Now temple. Or shall I? I'll take you through your thinking for the list, and okay. then you yep. can you can do the polishing here because this is the bit that I. Don't I might not know. be able to polish it, but I might better roll it in glitter. Okay. <laughs> well, you, can, you can you can polish anything if you freeze it, mate. So Ugh. just think about that, guys. So um, the idea of this list is the what you get when you have an incredibly strong battle tome, which daughters is where everything in it is not bad is the ability to include anything in whatever sizes you like and you're not sacrificing as much as you would be with a average tier army and i'd say that daughters are definitely a very high tier army whichever one that is um so the idea is this is a super swift moving army it's very easy to just start off by putting in 30 witch elves i've specifically not done that but you know you could drop out any number of things from that to have one large sized uh, battle line unit in there if you wanted it'd be an absolutely fine option we know how good they are we know that they're very they're very point sufficient and this army is super 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 swift so perhaps for the temples there's a way to capitalize on that even further the teleport around the board shenanigans one or something along those lines but the idea is that this list is going to be all over your opponent, all over the table, very difficult to deploy against because the amount of things off the board and the speed of things on the board, and then you're going to irritate your opponent by stopping their pile-ins, which is what the um, the sharks aren't bad um, in themselves, but stopping, oh, your opponent from, yeah, stopping your opponent from piling in with their shooting attack um, is really, really good. And in an army like this, your opponent just won't know what to target. Um, really helpfully, I mean, obviously you stop most daughter's list with marathi but really helpfully you need you need like a uh, an anvil in most lists like this ideally or just so many things that your opponent doesn't know where to shoot because it's daughters and there's no compromises ever you could just have both <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the joy of it and marathi is a hammer an anvil a hero a caster super fast super resilient she is absolutely everything which is why in an msu army i've spent 600 points on you know one slash two units depending on exactly how you want to define her um so yeah that's that's the idea behind it the warlocks are really they're properly overlooked like that's yeah. a wizard with about a million wounds it's got uh well, well, it's got five so or got more models two wounds each haven't they so that's there's yeah. 20 wounds in the unit i've got the war scroll up so yeah can see at not, home. they're better than um, you'd think shoot attack pretty which much. people forget about i forget they've even got, got a crossbow yep Rend one melee attacks, quite a lot of them, and some horsey attacks. They, that unit will go through, you know, any opponent's ten whatevers that are just there to help them. Plus one to them. unbind as well when there's more than five. Yep. Plus one to cast when there's more than five. Yeah. Yep. And the uh, mm. the spell is d6 damage when there's five or more models in the unit. If there's ten in it, it's just six water wounds flat. <laughs> right. I, just, I just cast it and kill your hero. Yeah, Auto. not many things like that in the game. No. And um, the, the idea is that you know, if people get scared by that, they're going to put a load of shooting into that that isn't going into your other units, and then you're going to get all these Canarian stuff swooping down. 
things jumping all over the board and you're probably not going to muller anything in combat with a big scary block um but you will get to dance around them and be a proper shadowy elf yeah i i think um doom fires are really good because if you've got a combat unit you've got a shooting unit you've got speed you've got a wizard it's just like and they're what 120 points yeah they're so good they're, they're they just completely. If it was a Sinestro, two hundred and sixty points. <laughs> <laughs> Not bitter. Hashtag. It's, oh god. Justice me, for Sinesh. Oh, you gave me some warlocks in that book. I do. I do a number with them. Please seek a wizards. I'm so glad that Hell Striders are more expensive than them. <laughs> <laughs> like... Stop it. Stop it. I just, I, it's, it's, I was watching a thing about happiness that says don't compare like things to others, and I think like that's the same with like daughters, isn't it? Because if you compare any army to daughters, you're going to feel bad about your army. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you really, really are. <laughs> but it it does let you do some interesting stuff, and you know, I think you could turn up to an event with this even before we've polished it and Russ has uh, Russ has tweaked it. I think you could turn up to an event with this and do pretty well, and people wouldn't know what to do against that. Like, since when have you seen a a cavalry bus wizard in Age what? of Sigmar. Well, I don't even know what gyrocopters do. Do you know, Tom? Not a clue. No. I've, I've got the war scroll up. And yeah, I've got it up they, now. But so they move pretty fast. and they, 16 inches? That's, that's yep. fast, right? They are yeah. really important in the list because they are absolutely incredible at dealing with hordes. Jack is so, a steam gun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got an eight inch range, but it's a tax catch is equal to the number of models within eight. Uh, okay. um, and it's freeze fours, rend one, damage one. Yep. But, so what you've got to think yeah. is if you're outside of three, that's effectively five. So, you know, don't get too greedy. Obviously, if you're in combat with something, then you can have that full eight inches. Um, but yeah, they are they are pretty efficient. Like If you look at what they do to a 30 block of infantry, they basically delete it pretty reliably. And they're going to catch some attention. Having three of them means you've got slightly more wounds, and you know, your your opponent just isn't going to know what to shoot unless you face someone with like two star drakes or something like that. There's not, you know, there's not many ways that you're going to damage every single. You know, there's not much AOE or unless I'm running <laughs> with exploding bloodthirsters, I can't think of ways to delete <laughs> enough of this army fast, very reliably. No, it's um, I mean, it's the speed of that as well, isn't it? Because a sixteen-inch move is pretty far um yeah and there's lots of targets they're absolutely yeah what you're gonna do can't like shoot mirage oh. three times that's all you're allowed <laughs> um <laughs> and then you're just Wait, gonna shoot have to as spread much it as you amongst... want you just can't hurt right? <laughs> <laughs> i'd encourage it if it's you who's running the list yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. think it broke really well how do you make it better then because you've got the temples of daughters down a little bit. bit more than i no, have sorry. Oh. there are no snakes in it byron I'm very sad about the lack of snakes. Well, due to the nature of the list, you could just drop anything and put some snakes in. I actually had that discussion with Russ when I was writing it. Like, it's that's the flexible thing with lists like this. You could just drop one unit and swap it for another one, or drop two units, and, sorry, drop three units and swap it for two units of snakes, or something like that. And probably the army isn't going to lose too much of its personality for having done so. Could even use the shooty snakes. It wouldn't be a bad option because there's quite a lot of shooting in the list. Yeah, it's a. Uh... I would, I would probably. It's a bit strange because I, yeah. Anyway, let's look at the. <laughs> so, would you? I have a question for you, Rust. <clears throat> mm. While you're looking at these, would you be trying to exaggerate what it already does with a temple, or would you be trying to counter what it's missing? Um, um, or... it depends what you've got available. Because, like, you might say, oh, it'd be really nice if I had a way to like 
do something really funky, but you just might not have it in your army. Yeah. Um, I, in my off the top of my head, immediately I'm thinking about uh, uh, Calibron. Yeah. Um, because you get minus one to hit from missile weapons. So if you're going to anvil and fly around, you're not really worried too much about melee um, because they ain't going to be near you unless it's on your terms. And obviously you've got ways to mitigate melee with the net launchers. So for me, like minus one to hit from the concealment and stealth ability from Calibron. And then you've got the command ability master of shadow paths, which allows you to move a Calibron unit, hold within 12 of a hero, remove it and set up anywhere on the battlefield more than nine from enemy units is quite useful if you wanted to manoeuvre some of your stuff around. I mean, When's it done? What phase? End of movement. So I believe it's been FAQ'd because there was a rule question with it. With um, uh, Let me just double-check that because it's the there was a problem with the wording because it says it can't move in the following movement phase, and I think people are saying that means you can't move between turns or something silly. Um, so I think that's been fixed, but... Um, just get to the FAQ document, um, unless it's not revealed yet. I don't know. Oh, I don't think the FAQ's out, actually. Oh, yeah, Daughters of Cain, 2019. That's the old one. Oh, okay, so there's no FAQ out yet. I'm sure there'll be an FAQ on that. But, um, yeah, so... But to be honest, like I don't know how useful that is in your army because like the Doomfires do their stuff in the... They can shoot. Yeah, what range is their shooting? 12, so you could oh. be 9 away and shoot something. So it's not terrible, yeah. but the spell you you kind of want to be is obviously in the hero phase. So yeah, that's not going to be come into effect. The range of the steam guns is not long enough for, to use that. The shadow stalkers can do it anyway. Even Marathi is not a bad option. Or I, well, that's the only thing you'd probably do it on is is Marathi really. Um, the other thing is your canary. Obviously, they move fairly fast, but. They, they're super flexible while they're in the air because you haven't popped them down yet. It's yeah. quite nice. If you've ever played with the Vex, the banner, you know how, you know, or while you're playing with Stormcast without a Vex, the banner, you know how much slower and less flexible you feel once stuff has landed on the table. Um, and you don't have to be, you know, teleporting 30 scary people somewhere. You could just be being like, okay, well, I'm going for that objective um, or something like that. The, there is a nice interaction with a Canary insofar as you could move them uh shoot with them and then on a four plus they'd get to move again yeah which would be cool so they could be moving you know they could be zipping around the board and then you're slightly less restricted by the teleport yeah i mean it, what range is they're shooting uh, i think it's 12. 12 as well yeah so Lots you can of kind handles. of get in more range to shoot with and then zip out again before they go, move them, shoot with them, have a four up of being able to get closer to something and then charging it, or just use it as a way to, you know, their, their movement is obscene then because yeah. you're getting around the restriction of having to be more than nine away from people. So that's the annoying, isn't it? <clears throat> and the two artifacts are pretty good minus one to hit with melee weapons that target the general and um, cool. pick the melee weapon of the general. But a modified hit roll is a six, it does a more wounded addition. So that makes the sort of queen a little bit more survivable and a little bit more nice. pokey. It's going to be minus two to look out to, to be shot at, minus one to be hit in melee. Um, helpful when you're a little bit squishy. Mm. I think the, yeah, because you get minus one from the, just the allegiance, I don't, I think it's just melee only, the command tree. The melee weapons, yeah. So check one from hit rolls for attacks made by melee weapons. So just minus one, oh, minus one, two for shooting because of lookouts. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm? 
uh, yeah, I thought, thought it was there. Uh, I'd quite enjoy playing with that. Um, and like I said, if it turned out it was going too far in the lots of little things, then you could just ramp up one of those units um, of battle line, whether it's the Witch Elves or the Sisters to a 30, and you'd have, a, with one concession, you'd be straight to a super strong list, and then you'd have something really scary to teleport around as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I think it depends on the meta. I think if you anti shooting is pretty good. I mean, like the crafe, um, if you had Sisters of Sword as your battle line, obviously a bit more expensive, then you could um, you could use that one because that allows your Sisters of Slaughter to um, get plus one to wound, and also um, they can fight again on the five up. But you need to have Sisters of Slaughter units, so I don't think that really fits what you're doing. Um, Hagnar is still not a bad option. Um, Never a bad option, is it? No, I think a lot of the stuff in here, like, so you still get the command trait with of um, the fanatical faith is a five up, um, instead of a six for normal wounds, not for mortal wounds. Um, and then you've got um, you can add one to the battle round for your bonuses, so it helps there. Um, and then you get plus one damage on one of the Sword Queen's weapons if she charges, so it's not bad. No, I guess the, the add one to the battle round for the bonuses is actually really good when you've got that many units that you want to be doing stuff all over the place. Mm. Just re-rolling ones on charges and, and getting the most out of your small units in melee is going to be a, quite a big deal with it as well. Yeah, and then you could even have... Um... Like Drake Ganef is improved rend of melee weapons used by Witch Elves and Sisters of Slaughter if they make a charge. So that might be useful if you were wanting yeah. to use some more as aggressive darts. Yeah. Um and then Keltnar retreat and charge would be very useful. Um and then you've got the bleed the mind command ability. Um with the modified hit roll of a melee weapon, the targets a Keltnar unit is a one. The attacking unit suffers a mortal wound, so yeah, it's a command ability, so it's pretty good. And obviously, you get a free unit of harpies, and then you it's get a artifact. Which, um, if the unmodified hit roll for an attack is a six, it gets two hits instead of one. So Keltnar would be would be viable quite, as well, I think. That's quite renegade, isn't it? I guess this is uh, the strength of daughters. We just listed off like three or four, which sound like they could. I think I think for me, like Keltnar allows Marafi to get where she needs to be. Like being able to mm -hmm. retreat and charge, so you can just basically go where well, you can't pin her. So even though you use her as an anvil, if your anvil gets pinned by something that you want her somewhere else on the table, and also it allows stuff like your canary or your um, shadow stalkers or your doomfire warlocks to like fade away and go to something else. Yeah, that's a pretty <clears> cool <throat> idea. Actually, it's not like you're going to struggle to like the average move in the armies twelve probably, mm. even including the infantry it's I've seen. So um, you're not going to struggle to get where you want to. So I think, like, they're all... They're, they're pretty much, for me, if I was ranking them, I'd probably put Keltnar as one, Calibron as two, mm -hmm. Hagnar, Drachganef, and the Crafer are all sort of okay, but I, I think they're <coughs> out of those three, really. Uh, Zane for Kai, you just won't take, because it's, um, it's a snake one. It's all about Malusai. So, yeah, was me doing a That was that's my contribution. <laughs> so, so what is a good, like, what is the worst matchup for for a list like that? 
because I because it like for me it's still I, I hear what you're saying and I'm thinking I still don't fully like it's still Warhammer that doesn't make sense in my head a little bit if that makes sense how, you, how like, you win with an army like that yeah to some extent yeah. That's and then explains every army I've ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> but then I suppose so. Understanding what is the big like holes in it that you know that other armies can exploit potentially. Like I feel like if you're if you came up against a, a super resilient block army, I don't think you'd be able to do too much to the block. But then again, it I don't think it's really got any huge weaknesses because if you came up against shooting, um, there's a lot of targets, and particularly if you take taken. Yeah minus to be shot at then that doesn't hurt so that answers the obvious one like if you i don't know if you turned up and someone had a lot of units of judicators they could actually over a couple of turns decimate your units pretty effectively minus yeah. to be shot at counters that and the things it would struggle with scenario dependent of course which is one of the things that makes a big difference in aos but let's say you come up against fire slayers you're you might get slightly caught out by them having less drops than you because everyone is going to have less drops than you so they might be yeah. able to you know use a six on a run get up there mid table and establish in the right scenarios in a way that you couldn't come back from but generally speaking you just try and get in the way and annoy them and the way that armies like that win isn't necessarily by killing people it's about being in the right place at the right time and the yeah. flexibility of that army to be where it needs to be on the table is you know there's not many things that could keep up with it in that respect so it'll, it'll be about pinning things um making sure that you got the minimum of your opponent's units models attacking you back because you are going to die quite fast and um, probably losing half or two thirds of your army every game, but having a very good chance of winning on scenario apart from a wrath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like cause, uh, yeah. Cause it thinks like to me, I look at that and I think like how, if you, if you're up against something like you said, like a big block or even something like Stonehorns or, um, yeah. or Gargants, where it's like, they can if they're lower drop and they they can they're fast enough that they go and sit on objectives kind of from turn one and they just go okay well we'll sit here and you can ping me with your little units and stuff but they don't die quick yeah. enough to if if people don't have other things that can keep up with the things that are on the objectives ganking something just you know surrounding it you will be able to do quite a lot <laughs> two net two canary coming from the sky shooting uh with their two rend in the turn they come down then going in and attacking um which helps us still so good as our <laughs> sisters you know just getting some of them in there and marathi if the opponent's block or monster has to receive all of that you get you get two things going on there's just a huge volume of attacks first of all and unless they've got a quite low on mortal wounds i guess um mm -hmm. unless they've got a two up rerollable armor save or something you are going to get a fair bit of damage through you would imagine but if not um, if it's about having things close to the objectives, if you put five units around there, one, um, they've got to split attacks and they are not going to, you know, they're not going to kill all of those okay. units. They won't even kill half of them. So it could just be that you have four units go and attack that. They split attacks, maybe wipe out one, you replace it with another. And all that time they're doing that, if it's a monster, you've got more models than them close to that objective. And if it's a unit, their unit will atrophy. Um, few exceptions I can think. It probably wouldn't like playing stormcast that type of army you know lots of reliable shooting um rerollable high quality armor saves um i don't think it enjoys seeing fulminators um what other weaknesses would you say it's got russ um i don't think it's got many because like no. i mean the the biggest problem i think of it is its sustain on objectives like yeah um 
if it's a hero objective, you're fine because you've got Marathi. But if it's like a traditional number of models around this thing, you don't have that sustain. So that you've got a lot of units that are very fragile. Speed bumps, not um, yeah. Power. And although you can anvil with <coughs> Marathi, if someone like you say like Fire Slayer blobs or you know even like Nighthorn, like three units of forty chain rasps, you know, just blobbed onto objectives, you, you're going to struggle to kill them <coughs> quick enough before they score enough scenario points that you're obviously you've mitigated that weakness with the gyrocopters because that that gives you an anti horde. So you've got. You've got an anti-horde there. You've got the redeployment from the heart renders. I think Kaltnar's. I'd go Kaltnar if I was playing this. One hundred percent. On the three, but then an additional unit of. I just, you know, I just thinking it? about it. I just think you, you do. I think you. It's, it's it better fits than as well. The one. theme. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very good. And like the Alapexes allow Marathi to sustain longer because what you can do is like retreat out, net them, charging on a corner, then they not probably won't do three wounds to her. Really good point. That one turn they do two wounds is worth an entire. This is worth another turn. So it's, I think, for me, like you're gonna have to use the the speed to concentrate your attack power from like the warlock's heart, the the spell, the shooting, the all all the redeployment you've got is is important. You just don't have many bodies, so those darts of witch elves and sisters. They're really important. I think the Doomfire Warlocks are going to be like a key unit in the army. Yes. Yeah. And the Gyrocopters in some scenarios will be key as well. So if, like, if I was playing against it and I had particularly large units like Mortec Guard, I would be catapulting off those Gyrocopters as my number one point because that allows my infantry to sustain longer. Um, I think, I don't think there's that. I mean, I think the problem with this is that if you get double turned, it's gonna yeah. hurt. Yeah, it's like <laughs> really hurt. Especially if they and that's the only issue with being high drop is that generally your opponent is probably gonna let you go first. Now, one of the things you have going for you if that happens is it allows you to get up on scenario, but it also gives you units that you can impact the game turn one because of the speed and the shooting. Um and Marafi's not slow, right? So she can um, potentially interact turn one with people uh, or at least just blob onto stuff. She could just stand on an objective, I guess. Really um, awkward as well, just blob her forwards, even if she doesn't, you know, get in. You could mm-hmm. put just some canary in front of her in as wide a line as possible and then people have got to kill and, them, maximise attacks on Marathi and that could be enough to, you know, buy you a turn in the And half. being like Kelt Noir, you just don't care that she gets pinned. Because basically yeah. you're like, I could put a 14 on the 12 inch line, move a 14 inches, probably going to be a 10 inch, 11 inch charge or something into a screen if they've deployed on the on the line. And then you're like, well, it doesn't matter if if I don't make the charge because they charge me, I've got retreat and charge. Um, yeah. You can still drop your canary from the sky if there's an opening. You could use the just put the free unit down in front of their army just to be a speed bump. So I don't know. Like I think... Um, <coughs> And the net launchers as well from the Alapexes. I think I think you the allies are proper techie. They they yeah. fill two holes really well because it stops people from piling in around you. With two units, you're more likely to be able to stop it guaranteed. And then if someone does have a hold, you can at least threaten it with a gyros. I think it's as well. It'll be hard just to like kill the units. I probably think I think on the uh, witch elves, I'd probably give them bucklers. Yeah, just, I can see that. Just because um, I. I think I'd rather them be a little bit more 
depends. Well, it depends what you want them for. But I think the the good thing about Bucklers is they they do more wins back on the save, don't they? Um, you then got that on the canary, and you could have it on. You could just take Bucklers on everyone, and yeah. then all of your you'd have three units of canary bouncing wounds back, and three units of ten battle line bouncing wounds back. Yeah, and I was thinking about the prayers. So like, um, you obviously get the sort of queen gets a prayer. And you also get a prayer on the um, on Morgweth, the hag. Obviously, she doesn't count as Count Narb. I don't really think you care about that. Um, doesn't really make any difference. She's got the hag yeah, Narb keyword. Um, but she'll find the actual prayers. So um, Catechism is, if you're six, you get two hits. So that, I think that's pretty pretty good. Bless and reroll fanatical face, probably not useful. Martyr's Sacrifice. Um each other model from the unit is slain. Pick an enemy unit within three out of five that they take a mortal. That's pretty good because you can turn your little darts into do more damage. Bombs. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I think that's probably, probably take Martyr Sacrifice and Catechism. Um, you don't really care about Blessing the Cain because you're not Hagnar yeah. and you're not playing with big units. So it's not really that useful. I mean, you might do it. It depends. Um, and then like spell, spell law wise, um, I think that's quite good on Rafi, actually. The um, re-rolling saves on her maybe might be useful. Yeah, just that, that one or two turns, if you can not take those three wounds. I've had it before. It's devastating playing against her. Mm-hmm. Just um, needs to roll 1-6 when you're shooting at her with good shooting. Like, oh, God. And the withering would be good because um, it's add one to win rolls for attacks that target to an next hero phase, so that affects shooting as well as combat. That's so withering cool. would be a good spell. Um, you probably want that over Mind Razor. Um, I think so. Unless you're in a Mind Razor Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, but maybe. Quite a lot of attacks. You know, they get um, extra rend and extra damage if it charged. Wow. So it's not a bad option. It's, yeah, not, it's not awful. It works well with the retreat and charge from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point, Tom. So. Rend two Warlocks. <laughs> it's a thing. I don't know if you get to... Do you get to have a spell on big and little? Or just little, right? Yeah, just little. Yeah, maybe you would take Mind Razor. You don't have a second wizard, do you? So, no. Catechism. And then probably... Yeah, probably Mother Sacrifice, maybe. Don't know. Whatever. I mean, it's not... That sort of stuff's not really that important. Like, you don't really have any choice on artifact or trait because you just have to take the defaults yeah. and you don't have a formation. So... um. I think the only choice really with this, because obviously we we sort of you come up with this already off off offline, um, it's probably just the temple, and I I for me I'm leaning to count arm on anything because just it yeah. just improves your mobility. Um, obviously you can't retreat and shoot, but doesn't always necessarily be a problem to be honest. No, I think you'd be about turn three you'd be scrabbling to stay annoying. I think the major weakness of it is you pointed out correctly getting double. It's going to be pretty painful, and even if it doesn't have a specific weakness, I don't think it's a particularly forgiving army to play with, because if you screw up, you'll you'll lose three units in a turn and feel like your game's over. Well, skill skill floor I think is fairly high, like you say. That that's the, that's the I'm problem out. with the. <laughs> well, yeah, but you say that, but then like playing with a list like this will teach you a lot about the game, and your opponent will be confused. Unless it's, you do something catastrophically bad. That's something I was looking at the list and thinking. It's like, even with like daughters being so powerful and there's a lot in there which isn't what you would normally expect to see in yeah. like a high power uh, daughter's list. Like you look at that and go, oh, it's Marathi. 
okay, I kind of know what to do that. And then you go, okay, wait, what? There's gyropters and yeah. sharks. And... There's like no cauldron, there's no witch elf blob, <laughs> there's no, yeah. you can shoot the hag, but then actually does it matter that you kill the hag? Yeah. Not really, because yeah, you don't really mine. care about witch brew, because no one cares about witch brew in the army. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think for me, like, this is one of the things that is a strength is that it will wrong foot people um, because sometimes when people go to a game, I've done it before with having a big blobby unit that people think is the main threat and they, they go after it because it looks like the obvious threat, but it's actually not. Um, so this, this is very hard. If you saw this on the table, like you go, what exactly do I prioritize killing? And with her prioritized Marathi, they're capped anyway. That's exactly. the, she's well, that's so the, important. That's the point. Like you can't, alpha her so you'd say like marafi is the, the the linchpin of the list but you can't focus fire because she's got a cap so it becomes what you, i mean for me if i'm playing against this i'm literally just trying to reduce the number of bodies in the army so actually the priority would be the the units of battle line yeah um, i think so because they've got the most most models in they're not particularly resilient and probably the if i've got hordes the gyrocopters and the Doom fires. I'm not really bothered about anything else in the list. Yeah. Um, obviously Marafi, but can't do much about that. Which is why she's so good. So but yeah, so that's cool. I I think it'd be quite a competitive army. Um Yeah, I do too, actually, surprisingly. So either gonna be not taken seriously or people will be confused and overwhelmed, which either of those is fine. I think as well, <laughs> like um one important point when talking about army lists is that as a gamer you you have a personality on the table yeah, like absolutely. so like byron sort of talks about his lists are very much like this this suits his strengths so like for me this is kind of pulling away from my strengths so like i wouldn't necessarily get on with playing with this i think as well like being excited about using it is another important point um i think i would find it kind of frustrating to use because i kind of like the um setup and combo of something quite strong and there isn't anything in the list like that there's no yeah. hammer it's like it's like chip away chip away chip away be annoying fade away and it doesn't really suit my play style so when you write a list it's kind of important to understand that but you don't have to stick to that because you don't necessarily know because you've never used a list like this maybe it will suit you but it's also understanding and I know that because I've played so many games, like what I gravitate to. And I have I have tried lots of different things out. So I'd say that the issue I have with like daughters lists where, you know, especially we see it online and it's like there, oh, this is S tier and this is the list. And you go, right, it's Hagnar, whatever, or, or Keltnar now. And you go, it's 30 witch elves, 30 witch elves, Cauldron, Marathi, Hag, Morgreth blah 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 and you go i've got 100 points left so all it becomes is what does that 100 points turn into how do you outfit your canary yeah it's like the the skaven the old dark elf army as well when like when literally you had the exact same army apart from the last 200 points and that was does is that a unit of witch elves or something else which was completely irrelevant to what the list did um so i think like it's important to look for the alternative strength in a book and i think like it's quite interesting that i think you would actually do better with this list than you would with a more traditional daughter's army i think so it might take me a little bit of practice but i completely agree if you're into something as well those hours put into 
you know, nerding out on the book, you will reap the benefits of. Like Russ and I are doing it with Slanesh now. <laughs> My level of understanding is 5x what it was a yeah. few weeks ago. And it's because I want to continue reading the book. If you just copied something, you didn't make it. Like I've changed that list three or four times when we were making it. And I was chatting to Russ and he's like, well, how about this? That doesn't work. Go and read the scroll. You're, you're educating yourself at the same time as you're doing it. So if you care, you want to educate yourself and, and continue tweaking. And yeah. that's a big part of where you end up, you know, owning the shit out of a list. I'm still continuing that journey because after we did those extra Sigbold and Depravity shows, I got um, called up on the word other, which I seem to have a massive blind spot for. <laughs> um, so thanks for people who pointed that out, that basically like you can't use the Keeper's Keep command yourself. ability on himself uh, and things like that, which you don't realise those nuances. Um, and so it's important, especially when you're looking at Lurid Hayes, like if you're general is the keeper then he can never activate the command ability on another model that's the general because they're within 12 and you can't use the command ability so it's that trade-off do you want the trait or do you just not bother um so yeah i've written some different iterations of the army but um there's one version that i i'm, I'm quite leaning towards at the moment but it's those like little nuances that you find out but i would say that one of the most important things to remember is that it's the journey of discovery is more fun than someone telling you what to do and you just put it on a table and then trying to enjoy it. Yeah, it goes in deeper as well, right? That's the big thing. Yeah, because you've made it, you know you know it better. You know, you you've 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 actually like marinated on the idea. When you get to the table, you remember why it's there or what it can do. Therefore you look you see the opportunities on the table. And I think one of the things that what Byron likes to do is have a massive toolbox. So whatever is on the table, he can like use something to deal with it, which is exactly. why the gyrocopters went in, right? I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. So on the on the subject of um, marinating things until they become a fine vintage, Tom, what are we going to be what are we going to be polishing for you today? Uh, I've got a couple of ideas for you. So first up, I think shall we talk? Shall we talk about not just one Star Trek but two Star Treks? Yeah, we can absolutely talk about that. Well, affectionately known as the double dragon list. So the double dragon. What yeah. I'll do is let's take a little break, and then when we come Dra back, we can talk about double dragon stormcast. Saying, all right, I'm down. We're back in a sec. Facehammer is sponsored by Element Games. So for great customer service, all the latest Age of Sigmar releases at twenty percent off. And all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. And we are back from the break, and we're going to talk about Double Dragon Stormcast because it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the entire concept you got, Tom? Or have you got initial <laughs> ideas? Or like, that's fine if it is. So I, I, I do kind of have a, <laughs> an, an initial idea-ish, but it, I, I look, I've literally been looking at it today and going, that's basically just like most of the old TM list, but with just an extra dragon in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And slightly less other stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of curious as to whether there's like an alternate way to go whether there's like you lean into a particular because so the, the the list i've got at the moment kind of leans more into the original warrior chamber i guess to some extent with a bit of the with a bit of the drake 
Dragon, lightning bolt dragons. Yeah, daily peeps. Uh, with some fulminators and stuff, but it extremist I, chamber was that it? Yes, that was it. Extremist, but then I kind of wonder whether the you could actually lean into like uh, the the vanguard chamber more, whether there'd be like something with lots of traveling paladors or something. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's what's like what two dragons would like, be really cool. Is it like is your have you picked two dragons because that's less models and they're cool models? Um, what is your like? Have you picked it because it's going to be fast? Do you just like things with wings? What's your give so us some more info? It starts with models because they yeah. are just cool models, and yeah. like my favorite, they're one of my favorite models. They're hard to they're hard to convert, but that's a completely different, a completely yeah. different kind of fish. The um, I think they're they're they they're fairly fast. They're semi. They can be kind of resilient. They yeah. rain of stars. I think two rain of stars. Is kind of like actually exactly. that's potentially a five wound hero just dead, yeah. Which I think is kind of potentially quite strong. I like, and I just like the idea that when one dies, there's still another one there. <laughs> are you, we um... are we talking like double celestine? Or are we taking Drake swarms? Drake swarm tokens. Uh, either because I think <coughs> I think you can like they're both they're both big like. Okay. Chunky threat things. <laughs> um, so obviously, the obviously the Celestin's much more hitty and and you know does a bit more damage. But but in terms of the rest of their abilities, that all comes from the dragon. In terms of like the you know the Reign of Stars and the, the they've still got the like stuff. pipping out a model right, to break. Yeah. So they? I, I wonder if Russ is going to go where where I go on this. So one thing that I'd say is the moment you've got two of them, if you've got anything in your army that is like target a model with a command ability if it's not something that's usable twice um you can only use it once or if you don't have command points you can only use it once or there might be you know a spell or something like that so if you're if you're thinking is to like have two mega resilient things you might just not be able to do it or it might require you to know put two additional buffing characters in or something like that so you could absolutely go star drake drake swarm templar and then have this one as the more resilient one being the star drake yeah. Just have the other one to benefit from the other stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I've got an idea. Is it putting the prime in? Oh, I'm Maybe, already but um, <laughs> you've got many points left. So the idea that I'm thinking of is that you use these two guys as your like anvils. Yep. And then what you want around it is you want range damage and mortal wounds and ways to make these guys stick around. Um, like so that like, skinks, yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, don't use allies. <laughs> Go away. All right then, <laughs> you recommend first. Um, so one of the things like with the Drake Swarm Templar is, has he actually got a free up save now? Is that just me being? Ooh, has he got he one more save? Rules. <coughs> this is how, how often I look at the Drake it's, Swarm. I mean, it's better than me asking you to make one with four Drake Swarm Templars. So there isn't, one there isn't much more you can do with that list. Three units of liberate, it's done. Like That's it's it. um I think um so what's the difference defense wise between the two then? So sixteen wounds, sixteen wounds, three up, three up, both the same move. So the difference is the combat power that go on top, and I think yeah, the mortal wound rebound. Figure right thunder shield. 
you can reroll saves of one, and if it's successful, you do a mortal wound. Obviously, it doesn't have that. Um, yeah. Always Mystic Shield the other one, then, couldn't you, if it doesn't have that? Mm-hmm. If you've got a wizard. Yeah. It has a shooting attack. It's got a bow. Not particularly very good. Um, but you get to add one to hit rolls made by friendly Drifkofian guard units uh, that target the enemy until the end of the turn. Um he's not a Dracophian guard, so, nah, so that's, it's only that for Fulminators, so Fulminators. it doesn't do much. Um, Quite expensive as well, aren't they? Yeah, so you could oh. technically go, if you were trying to save points, only points Double is a Drake Sworn. Well, or, I think you're going to take one Lord Celestin. Um, I think you are. You save 80 points? Yeah. We'll might not be a thing. It that's might not just, even be know. worth it for that. But, um I'm just trying to think, like, first of all, like, would you take Signs of the Storm or would you take a Stormkeep from Broken Realms Marathi? It's one of the... And I think you would want a formation because you want a second mount train and you want um, a second artifact. Is it worth it when you're going to lose dudes when you're already going to be low on dudes? Mm, I think so. If you can get a cheap I mean, one in that... If you can get to three drops or less, definitely. Otherwise, I'd be questioning it. Well, I would be... I would thinking maybe putting the rest of the army in a formation okay so you have a three yeah that makes sense um and one of the things i would be tempted i mean this might just be rubbish but obviously you need to have a formation with battle line in it so you're getting a little bit thin on what you can actually do um i i think you've got the thunderhead brotherhood but that's just libs and judicators <coughs> Um, nothing wrong with libs and judicators you're not going to have much points for no <laughs> no um i actually think i actually think stormkeep i might have to go i might have to go to the bookcase two secs you go to the bookcase i'll ask tom questions so do you do you just want to like i think the shooting thing could definitely be a thing do you, you, you want to make the most of two chunkers do you like the idea of backing them up with bows or do you you, you just don't care as long as the dragons are getting stuck in or pretty much yeah like i don't i don't want them to be a i would i would prefer it that they were the that they were the punch okay rather than them like oh we're gonna see him on an objective and he's not gonna die so <laughs> kind of thing. I, I'd I rather have... it was... yeah i, I get what you're saying but then i suppose i suppose you've got where well, you've got two of them you could do you could have one that was sit an objective and don't die and you can have another one that was I'm just gonna run at you and hit you because they're also massive bases. You know, they're the biggest bases. Is it mad to not have a Heraldor in there, Russ, for the ability of giving the Drake run and charge? It just adds to its threat so much, right? Yeah, I mean, there's loads of stuff that synergize. So, you, like, you've obviously got the Castellan for plus one save. Yeah. You've got the Heraldor with uh, run and charge, and I think retreat and charge. You've got um, the Redactor for healing. You've got prayers. You've got loads of stuff that can synergize. Um but it is generally pretty good on its own. I think for me, yeah. like if I was, if I'm leaning into like them being anvils and I'm wanting to do damage, and then I, one of the formations I quite like is the Stormkeep Patrol from um, from Broken Realms Marathi, which is a Veritant Griffhounds, two Redeemer or Justicar units in any combination. And cool. in Stormkeep, you get a ability which allows you to um, add one to bravery of um stormcast units where they're holding 12 of liberators but also the end of the movement phase pick a unit of liberators didn't move and weren't set up and you say they stand fast and they get plus one to hit and plus one to save 
Wow. So you can use them like a blob of liberators in that formation. And because that formation's rule is ever vigilant after armies are set up, but before the first battle round, you can remove units. You set up the Lord Veritant and then basically uh, more than nine away for the enemy. Then everything else holy within 12 of the Veritant, holy outside of nine. But what it allows you to do is that if it's your go first, you can move and charge, but also you can set them up on objectives. And one of the units in the patrol can be a shooting unit. So if you do that in Anvils of Heldenhammer, you can set them up before the game in range. Then you, you take the first turn, you can use the command ability to shoot. Then you could shoot again in the shooting phase and the Liberators can form like a wall and you can just go, they're going to get plus one save and plus one to hit, but I'm not actually going to move, but you could still make the nine inch charge. Yeah, and still get it. So in that case, would you be encouraged to put in a ten of judicators and a ten of liberators as well? Redeemer unit, um, um, yes, but Justicar units are also Vanguard Raptors and um, Vanguard with Raptors with Hurricane Crossbows and Long Strikes. So I might be tempted to run twelve inch range Hurricane eighteen. Okay. So I might be tempted to run, but also you could also, if you don't move, you get extra shots, but you yeah. could always set up and then move and then shoot and get less shots, but have a, <coughs> have their move and the range. So you can yeah. poke. Um, and with things like rain of stars. And if you took like the comet, um, I'm just seeing how many points it would be. I, Cause I, I think I the problem is you need to like, you obviously need battle line. Is the formation. Uh, it's only, I think it's only 120. Okay. Which I don't think is too bad. Um, so spending a thousand points on Oh yeah, you are gonna get tight for points pretty fast. Oh yeah. But you've got you've got a thousand points in two models, so you're gonna struggle. Um, <laughs> so you're not gonna get much else in the army. So it's I've just I'm literally just struggling on War Scroll Builder to find everything. So, so there's so the many things on it. Twenty seven Stormcast Heroes later. Oh, it's just even like the formations. There's like a bazillion. <laughs> um, so we got libs. Let's go with uh, hurricane crossbows. Let's just try that. Yeah, we're already at nineteen sixty, so that ain't gonna work. Yeah, you just There's nothing don't... wrong with judicators. They're battle line. They've got very long range shooting. They got rend one. They got a champion that explodes. Yeah, yeah. It's not That's a no. <laughs> No, I just, I'm just trying to be. Uh, I'm trying to do something else fun. I've got a fun list that I did on Vince's show. I was trying to like use a half and halfway house. Is it difficult when we spent one thousand and sixty yeah, points? Yeah, spent on... too many points on one big thing. Two big things. Yeah, but you have probably have one so anyway. Right? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna bin that idea off. I don't think you get it. Let's bin that off. Not worth it. Okay. So if we want to make the most out of them, we need a herald, all right? I think you do to yeah. threaten and pin. Okay. So basically, that gives you the option to. So are they twelve? I think they're twelve-inch move, aren't they? What the dragons? The Stardrakes, yeah. Um, yeah, I have the twelve-inch. Yeah. Okay, so twelve-inch move. Um, then you can give them run or charge. For, run and charge for the Heraldor. Um, turn that run to a six if you don't get it, and you know you've got a not too bad chance of getting in. And because it's a Stardrake, you don't get to use many monsters. If it doesn't make the charge. There's a very good chance that it still survives, <coughs> and there's you know other monsters can't do that. And if you do make the charge, like I literally I remember losing a losing a game turn one game one of a tournament to someone making a uh, whatever it was like a an eight inch charge or something when they done that, 
and it's just so devastating. They're so resilient. If they pin two units, you're fleeing your first turn, and if your opponent doesn't win the priority, they're on the back foot completely. And if they do, they're still probably trying to deal with you know the shitstorm of dragon that you put in their face, and then you back it up with another one on top of rain of stars and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Do we want double star Drake then? Oh, we'll go to the other Drake Sworn Templar. I think we just downgrade if we run out of points, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah start off with double star Drake. Um, as the ideal solution. Then Heraldo. Do we accept that there's no magic in the list? This is another thing you've got to consider when you're doing this, Tom. Like, it's, yeah. they don't cast spells, and if we want, you know, we might... Oh, it's hard to give up Heraldo. I don't know which I'd pick. Well, we need to fill out the rest of the list when we've got, because we've got a bit of both, so... Yeah. Um. So you've got Heraldo, um, which is 100 Battle points. Uh, yeah, that's the thing we need to... I mean, it's just probably just two Judicator and a Liberator, right? And yeah, I think so. Is there something else you particularly feel strongly about? No, I um, I really like, I really like triple adjudicators as well. I think it back it backs up the list pretty tastily. They're a bit more expensive, aren't they? One yeah, they're they're one forty instead of ninety. So, um, so okay, so let's just put two. We can play around with it in a minute once we fleshed it out. So we've got two two dragons. I I'm trying to think where sold. Hmm? <laughs> I'm just trying to think what host you'd take, what storm host. I I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah, um, to two dragons. That was it. being able to being able to shoot the one that's like cunning ruck, you know, where you can shoot again and hero face. How held and hammer. It's very flexible and well rounded. Mm. You'd need a you'd need a unit to shoot with though. Um, I think you put a caster in because you need the extra armor save, right? It's just I thought you put one in. Yeah, um, we'll see if he made Peraldo's going to have to go then. Let's carry on. Um, so you've got um, you still get Hammers. a Griffin with Castellan, don't you? Yeah, a single Griffin. Yep, that can run up. He's, he's not about 120 points. Actually. He's not. He's well worth it. So yeah, um, you've got um, Hammers of Sigma, so you get plus one bravery. <coughs> um, use a command ability whenever a redeemer unit's destroyed on a five plus you can set the unit up again on the battlefield again so quite nice if you're running uh, for your battle line recycling um every time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to hammer sigma unit hold within nine of the general on a six up it's ignored so it's a six up after save who's going to be your general the star um, drake is, and is he going to be i guess well, it's on himself it's do... good enough right yeah yeah um then you've got the godforge blade uh if uh, if the a modified hit roll for an attack is a six, add one to the damage of the attack. So that's pretty good for his weapons as well. Yeah, so not terrible. D three extra attacks on the charge, or just D three extra attacks. Depends on weapon you give him. Yeah, you'd pop, if you did that, you want to maximize the amount of attacks, wouldn't you? Uh, most likely. Um, yeah. So he's got. Um, I'm trying to look at the weapons. So the hammer, three attacks. The blade, three attacks. So I think the hammers. Uh, freeze twos, rend one, damage d3, and if it's three attacks, freeze fours, rend one, damage two. I think you go for the hammer every yeah. time because I think the hammer gives you d3 extra attacks on the charge. I believe so. Yeah. Um, oh, if the amount of a hit roll for an attack made with the blade is a six, it does three hits instead of one. Mm. And I'm trying you to think, is that a day? Oh, yeah, hang on, it's here. Add d3 three to the attacks of his hammer or blade if he made a charge. Okay, so you could you could be getting three damage three. Sorry, you could yeah. If yeah, you roll the, the six, roll you'd be, is a six. If you roll the hit roll of a six, you'd be doing 
you'd be doing three hits at plus one damage? No, it would only be one of them. Because uh, okay. the hit, you rolled a six on, you didn't roll a six on the other two because you didn't roll a dice. So it's, it yeah, doesn't yeah. work like that. So I would, I'd think you'd go for the, the hammer just because it wins on a two rather than on a four. Sure. So, um, yeah, yeah, more reliability. So, cool. Um, Hallowed Knights, which gives you a six up ignore spell. Um, you can use a command ability, add one to run and charge. Uh, and you can run and still charge. So that might be useful. Yeah, not have a herald or... Because it means you don't have the need to herald or and you get plus one to both. So Yeah. yeah. Um, plus you've got two star drakes and the herald draw can only do one. So Yeah, very good point. Um, oh, you've got drink. a command trait, mark strength. Uh, if the general slain in combat on a two-up, he can pile in attack of all his weapons for his remove from play. Yeah. So you kill the star drake, he still gets to fight. Uh, and then you've got an artifact is in the hero face heal a wound allocated to the bearer. Yeah, yeah, so, they're, they're all really good. That sounds like a front runner. Yeah. Um, celestial vindicators reroll hit rolls a one for vindicate units to the charge. Uh, use a command ability of hatred, add one to attacks of many weapons if it's uh charged. I believe there's loads of words, I'll read it in a bit. Um, each time you roll, and you've got a trait command trait, each time you roll a hit roll of a six, add one to the damage. So, and then you've got a artifact, add two to attacks the weapon, and if you do, subtract one from save rolls of the bearer. So it's like you get two attacks, minus one save. Anvil obviously allows you to um, attack with yeah, missile weapons or pile an attack with melee weapons. It's not a bad option. So it allows what, you to fight as well as any held in, anvils of held and hammer unit wholly within nine or 18, depends if it's a general or not. So, so that's that's anything in the army, yeah, including the drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I, uh... you've also got the trait is minus one bravery of enemy units within six, and mm. the artifact is at the end of the combat phase, roll a dice for each enemy model that's allocated wounds on a three plus to take a mortal wound. So that's awful. Um, and you can reroll battle shot tests for your army. So. Real Battleshock test is not to be underestimated in the type of army that you'd be taking because your drake's going to end up in the thick of things and quite a long way away from people and we're not going to have many heroes around so potentially not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Knight's Excelsior is... I don't think it's as good as the other stuff. I mean... I can skip it then. There's plenty yeah. of good options in the book. There's a lot. That's the problem. Uh, Warbringers. <laughs> um, you can redeploy stuff. So... You can D3 units, you can redeploy, then you get the Astral Conjunction. Um, add one to casting. No, I can pass that on. No. <laughs> Stormcast gets a redeploy <laughs> for being Stormcast, kind of, anyway. Mm, yeah. Sort of, yeah. It's yeah. a bit different. But um, you've got Tempest Lords. On a 4-up, you get an extra command point. Um, so it's okay. Use a command mm-hmm. ability. Uh, reroll win rolls of 1, which is useful. <laughs> Um, and you've got a command trait, add one to wound rolls for the melee weapon of the general wise within six of any other Tempest Lord unit. And then I have a question. What about Storch Defender and stuff like that? Where does that come from? It's the generic stuff. So you don't get that if you're in a chamber? No, unless you've got a formation. It's a trait. I think it's a generic trait, so you need to just go, I'm not I'm not anything. But it doesn't do what you think it does. It's not oh. it's not the same anymore. Okay. Um so you've got the Patrician's Helm. If the bearer's on the battlefield, each time you spend a command point on a five up, you get a command point. So it's quite good if you if you actually want to use a lot of command abilities. 
Yeah. I think you're better um, off taking something that gives you a command ability that's super useful, like attacking yeah. twice with a Drake or shooting. I think twice and, with Anvils has been a standout for most armies because yeah. you can use it in so many different ways. Flexible, um, yeah. I do quite like the Hallowed Knights on the Drake, though, if I'm looking at that. Um, so, in terms of Staunch Defender, that's the other if you go vanilla. So yeah. you go vanilla Stormcast. Facehammer merchandise is available from elementgames.co.uk. Head over to the website and type Facehammer in the search bar to see the full range. From custom dice in a multitude of colours, paint racks to hold Vallejo Scale 75 Games Workshop and many more ranges of paints, and objective markers to make sure you never miss an objective again during match play, head over to elementgames.co.uk and search for Facehammer. So if you want to support the show, pick up some cool gamer swag from the Element Games web store and level up your hobby. Command traits is Staunch Defender. Add one to save rolls that target Stormcast units wholly within nine of the general if that unit has not made a charge. So it's okay, but I don't I don't know if it's that necessary. Mm-hmm. Doesn't gel with the army as well. It stops you from being having the aggro option, doesn't it? Yes, I think, you I think. give up the ability to do a lot of cool stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Ambles is just, you know, if someone puts down a screen in front of your Drake and that stops you from being able to romp into combat, you want to be able to get rid of the screen. Yeah, yeah I do. I do quite like the Hallowed Knight one, especially when you, if the general dies, you could just pile an attack before it's dead. Yeah, I mean that's that cool, pretty, pretty amazing, right? I mean, absolutely. Because it just presumably he would uh, come in at like uh, the lowest. When something like that happens, he should he comes in at the lowest monster tier. But his his weapons but don't get any worse. The only so... thing that goes down oh, yeah. is the great the claw hit roll. Yeah, and it goes from yeah, three to a well. four. <laughs> All right. So basically, the only it doesn't really make any difference because I think it only really affects his movement. Looking at this, okay. And his great claw attacks. So his him on top, he doesn't get affected. But you've got all these special rules with like the cavernous jaws. After he makes a parling move, so that would that would trigger. Yeah. Um, and I think he's got the tail, hasn't he? Which probably wouldn't trigger. Yeah. But let me just double see where I can see that. Seems like this war scroll looks maybe. I'll oh, sweeping tail. Each time he attacks, roll a dice for each enemy to be free. Oh, so is yeah. So tiny? he would get that as well. So the tail and the jaws would trigger as well. So you get those on top. So you're not really losing much if he's no. being killed. Um, you know, then you've got the you've got the ability to ignore I know it's only on a six, but ignoring a spell on a six plus to ignore the whole spell is pretty good just on your whole army. Yeah. I know it's only a one and six, but if you get hit by like, you know, a gateway or something and you just pop a six, you're like, Oh, don't have to worry about that then. <laughs> you know, like it's uh it's pretty good. Um I don't know, like I, I know Anvils is like the default, but I I do quite like I do quite like in this list because it allows you to fight with like the Star Drake first and the other one can wait and if he dies you can still fight. So yeah. it is an interesting choices with your activations. Um Yeah, not sure. I would really like a formation just because I'd like to have a second artifact and a mount trait. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to fiddle now, but I don't know. Basically, the, the point at which I've started is I've put in... It would be weird to not have a wizard, <laughs> but obviously <laughs> when, you're, when you're going this hard on a theme, and it's a pretty resilient army against wizards mm. as well because of various reasons. Your star drakes 
your start rates are going to debuff your opponent's casting by one. <coughs> You've got potential to bounce spells or, or not be affected on a six. Stuff like that. You could just be in the sky. You know, can't shoot something if you can't see it. So maybe maybe you don't need one. I just bash some stuff into a list quickly. You need two Star Drakes, a Castellan, and Encantor. So there is a wizard in there. Ten Judicators, five Judicators, and five Libs is 1750. Um, obviously, okay. the ten Judicators would be if you were going Anvils. If you weren't, you would absolutely have them in two different units because you may as well get two champions out of it because mm. the champions yeah. are so, so, so good. You end up with quite... If it's it... not as prohibitive as I thought. No, I would... I would be tempted to try and do something around the Mortal Wound AoE stuff. I'm yeah, I'm just putting in a prime. <laughs> so all gas, I, no breaks. Off we pop. Yeah, well, I'm I'm tempted. Ooh, that's let's, cool. <laughs> let's bin that off. Right, okay. Uh, let's go for this. He's only three hundred points, isn't he? Oh, guys, six drops, Star Drake, Star Drake, Prime, 10 Judicators, 10 Judicators, 5 Liberators, 1950, Bash and a Command Point, off you pop. I'm going a little bit more Renegade. More Renegade than Star Drake, Star Drake, Prime. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this, this is going to be, this is the AoE um, superhuman uh, destroy army. Okay, uh, okay yeah, so, right, Comet, it's It's... Two units of five Judicators and five Liberators. Okay. <laughs> the Everblaze Comet. Yeah. yeah. A Knight Encounter. I'm just A Celestant Prime. The Knight yeah, Vexler with the AoE Mortal Wound Banner. <coughs> and two Star Drakes. So the idea of this is you literally just bomb them with Mortal Wounds. How many drops is that, Russ? Is it seven? A lot. <laughs> is, it, is it a lot? Eight. Eight drops. Eight. That just means you get more in the sky, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can put the squishy yeah. things in the sky that you care about. Yeah. But the the good thing about like the the night encounter obviously has the uh, spirit flask as well. So like you can yeah. run in and blow them up. Um, you've got double. I mean, obviously, I haven't picked any artifacts, nothing. So I'm just I'm just going through like what the rules do. So like the the Everblaze Comet allows you to. Oh, if people stand close together, they get screwed. They just gonna... wrote white. Just wrote like that list in my previous list had a baby. I think it's the best. <laughs> um, and all I did was just went well. I don't care. I mean, like you could even drop down the. Um, I've got enough heroes. Yeah, I haven't gone over cap. No, I was just looking at that. Um, yeah, so the everything's called the same thing: knight or lord, right? Knight vexler. So meteoric standard. Um, once per battle in your hero phase, pick a point in the battlefield 24 of this model. Each unit in 2d6 takes d3 mortal wounds. So, like, that's pretty good. A zero, I do love Azeros. Um, mm -hmm. he's, he's a bit delayed, but if you want to make the most of the Star Drakes, um, re-rolling their ones to hit automatically might be a thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a flexible hero. He's not a wizard, though. Um, so I've, I've written what would be my list on this theme 100 percent, i believe uh star drake star drake prime encantor 10 judicators five liberators five liberators comet 1980 points seven drops um so the difference is you don't have the vexler yeah so drop the vexler and uh the judicators 10, yeah 10 judicators you, you can't take 
10 judicators, 5 judicators, that popped you just over. But you get a chance for triumph as well. I think being under with a list like this is pretty good. Like, if you got any of the triumphs, is amazing. We roll hits, we roll wounds, or we roll saves because yeah. star drake for saves, or hits or wounds, and then judicators for hits or wounds is just, it's just legit. And yeah. So, kind of, yeah, I, I would go Hallowed Knights with this because you dropped the Heraldor. Good point. Um, so I don't. Do you, do you I don't drop ten duties. I don't even think like the Judicators. Like I don't even think their shooting is good enough to warrant like even shooting twice with them. Like the they sound Judicators sound way better than they actually are. Like you don't have yeah you you don't. It's not that they're amazing. It's that they are the shooting option. Their shooting is also mm. very long range. It's like it, it's like everything in Stormcast. It's not vast quantity of attacks or anything. It's just solidly slightly above average quality and that's it i am um, you know four turns of shooting out of them out of two turns would be enough to do some stuff yeah um you, you could be right though the the run and charge might be a good one and not taking them liberators are so much cheaper it opens up quite a lot you could well, take an army with it it gives you another 100 block. points so it yeah you could then put in the lord another hero because why not when you, <laughs> you could put a relictor in for for translocation so you, I think I think you can translocate in the hero phase. So you'd be able to translocate the Vexler banner, then drop the bomb where you wanted it. It's all very <coughs> silly, but <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. Um, be very confusing to play against. Like it, it isn't shit. I'm fairly sure because you yeah, have to is. do it in the hero phase, right? So your the prayer. Let me just double check it. Uh, translocation in your hero phase. Pick a friendly Stormcast unit, hold over nine of the priests on a free up, remove it from play, put it anywhere on the battlefield, nine away from enemy units. So you could do that, or you could just move one Star Drake and use the command ability on the other to run and charge. So you could literally just have no judicators, you have three units of five libs, and just literally yeah. it's, it's mortal wounds or it's Star Drake buffing, or we don't care. Yeah. Um, it is very silly, but the prime and double Star Drake <coughs> is pretty appealing with never well, player's comment. Your opponent would have to deploy like this. Otherwise, if, if anything was next to anything, all of the things would be dead. But you could almost move it like a mobile artillery battery because, like, the prime could come down, the banner could go, both the star drakes could go, and the comet could go down. You could literally wipe out half of their deployment zone and then just literally, like, well, actually, now I just go and get. You've still got two star drakes on the table. Yeah. And that's the a good prime. Point. Like, and the prime could come down a bit later if you wanted. Um, is the Vex of the Banner worth it? Because it, it's only once a game and he is a drop and you could have more in one of your infantry units? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you could change him out to a Castellan and then it gives you plus one save on a Star Trek if he's there. I, I like it just because it's like an extra D3. Yeah, so like, it it's like exponentially increase. You're just getting rid of probability. If you're you? doing like, like you D3 here, from... Right? the banner d3 from the comet d3 from um the prime that's 3d3 mortal wounds it's so much better than 2d3 mortal wounds i know it's once per game but you only need to do it once per game to i mean it's a 2d6 radius i mean you might roll low but it's no you've got rain of stars for the d3s as well yeah and you've got two yeah. rain of stars so like it's i just think like if you were if you're leaning into it i just literally pick something that does the same thing slightly different now you're you're right there's it's a good point um 
Yeah, I'm not going to upset you by adding Hellstone rocket batteries in. Or I mean, the other option you could do, <laughs> I mean, well, the other option you could do them. is drop the Vexler, drop the Everblaze, drop the Encanter, and Drexon Templar. <laughs> oh, 90 points over. So if I drop the two Judicators down to Liberators, you could also you could swap one of the you could swap one of the um oh, the second Star Drake to so you have one Drake and two Drake Swans. Uh, just get rid of those judicators, don't you? Those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to see if the uh, rocket batteries are. Are we going to so... end up with four Star Drakes and three units of Liberators? <laughs> well, no, we're I'm not, we're three Star Drakes, a prime and three units of Liberators. 1990. <laughs> 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 I like the sound of. No, I, I like, like the, the sound the of the more. Yeah, I like that one. That would be mine. If I'm going to pick one, that would be mine. There you go. Like, <clears throat> I guess the so the, this is a good point to have got to. Let's run through in our heads how that would play on the table and see if Tom is happy with the idea of how it would play, and then we can tweak it one way or you know if it's like that's too much shooting or that's not enough combat or you know wh- whichever way it is, then we can see if it tweaks. So how how do you imagine that playing on the table, Russ, in turn one? Okay, so let's assume. Your opponent. This is the good thing about this, right? So the opponent's like, you can go first. You're like, great, I've got a run and charge like Star Drake, it. a chance to translocate the other guy so he can be nine away. Um, let me just put the list back together. So uh, relic to I wanted. So it's relic to the translocation. Yes. Yeah. And if he translocates, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good option. Oh my god, so many heroes. Uh, three, four, six, still not capped. That's good. Libs, <clears> libs. <throat> It's 1990, no, 1900. Oh, Everblaze Comet, that's what needs to go in. And this is seven drops. Uh, let me finish doing it, because it's slightly different. So, Everblaze Comet, have I got the Encanter? Will so to Encanter yet. So, it is six heroes and three core, so it's nine drops. Nine. So. Okay, it's about it's about average then. Six, I've so, got six heroes in, you mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have. I mean, you could... No, you don't. You're not going to do that. Yeah. So, um, the idea, I guess you'd go scions. So you could put half the units in the sky, right? So what you wouldn't put in the sky, you wouldn't put the Vexler, Relictor. Depends what you're facing. This does. Incanton needs to be on the table. Prime goes in the sky anyway. So you've got three on the table. You could put one Liberator on the table, two in the sky with two, st- well, both Star Drakes in the sky if you wanted to. Probably not. So I imagine you might put no, a Star Drake in the sky. Just to screw your opponent. Because your opponent would be like, well, you can drop anywhere and be nine away and make the charge, and the other one can run and charge, and you've got you're a giving... way to redeploy it. <coughs> you're giving up your reign of stars, though? Actually, no, because no, it's in... end of movement, and then you yeah. do it at the shooting phase. So Okay, yep. Um, so I think I'd go Hallowed Knights for that. For the reasons we said, um, run and charge reasons, and the fight if you're dead reasons. Yeah, and then yeah. you're you've obviously got the cast of the banner. The guy is very important, like the of the encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you can up your casting by one with Star Drakes. They've yeah. got that that manipulation of the cast yeah, role. So I, I guess you have like Star Drake at, le- at least one Star Drake here, and then you mm-hmm. have your caster behind them, out of range of any dis- enemy dispel. 
yeah because the range of comet is so far or you'd then put you'd them be... in range for the ultra <coughs> depending on what you're worried about but i'd probably out of range if you're yeah it depends it depends what you're well, facing, you can but... yeah if yeah if you're um you're gonna be able to move up you just spread out i think you put as many liberators in the sky as you can for later game objective capture because they can't get killed there <laughs> no and the, you probably put a start you might put a star joke in the sky you might not um and then what you do is you basically on your first turn the idea is you would Everblaze Comet, translocate the Vexler, drop the banner, drop the Prime, do the Scepter, double Reign of Stars, try and run and charge and pin their army with a Star Drake. Um, and then the Liberators are just there to blob on objectives. So it's very silly, but if you <laughs> if you kill a key thing doing this, then it's going to be amazing. And the Prime can auto-charge as well, nine away, if you use his ability. So if he comes down a little bit later on. I just love the idea of a, a list where the majority of the time the Prime just doesn't bide his time whatsoever. And there's just turn one like, pew, 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 pew. Well, I mean, I've, that's how I used to use the Prime. He used to come down yeah. on turn one and he used to just be a boomstick. Yeah. But you can afford to be patient because you don't need, depending on the scenario, you don't need to do your big boom until late game. You could even put the Vexor in the sky. Oh, and then save it, and then bring him down later on, and just be like, "Well, he's in terrain. He's got a two-up save. You got to deal with him, or you're getting boomed." You know, like, yeah. and it's um, I think the double rain. I mean, the star drakes are horrifically scary anyway, and you've got two of them. Oh, we get maltrate. What do you get for the maltrate? <laughs> I forgot about that. Does um, that sound about what you'd enjoy, Tom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just it's like not, it's just dropping it, bombs. Yeah, and I think that from my like. From, from certainly for the way <clears throat> the way I play, like if anything is involves too longer like lead time or too longer like execution time, I'm gonna yeah. it's just more opportunities to make it go wrong. <laughs> so it's kind of like if you you've got uh, two plans for if your opponent takes first turn and doesn't, yeah, yeah, okay. Or if you get to pick, in which case you get to you know you get to pick either way. Yeah, right, but it also sounds like you can like. It's not an auto like this is the exact thing that I would do every single game, regardless of what you're okay. against. You do change. You, it sounds you know you would change you, things up yeah. slightly depending on what where type. you pin would be really interesting because you could just rock straight into the front. Let's say your opponent's army's here, your <laughs> army started on the board edge here. Probs. Um, you could just rock it one star break in, try and get the other one you know as close as possible, and try and hold them up while you've got like liberator, liberator, liberator. At yeah. the back, you could do that, or in you know, in in some scenarios, there might be something that's way over here. In which case, you just completely anchor one flank, and they have to deal with the star break or run away from it. Yeah. And the moment someone's running away from your monster, you need to get to charge again with it. Yeah. <coughs> which is quite an interesting prospect, really. Yeah, and you get to scream only the faithful and chuck um, <laughs> wound counters out of a bag and go lightning bolt. <laughs> Lightning bolt, <laughs> lightning bolt, which is the um, most important thing of the, the life. Um, <laughs> it sounds really cool. Comet is damagey as well. I think we've probably not given enough specific. Do you know what Comet does? We should probably Basically. talk about it because people watching yeah. might not know. So Russell, give the specifics. It's a six the cast when it should be a seven, I believe, or something stupid like that. Thirty-six <laughs> inch range. I'm going a cappella here, so correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't thirty-six got up inch. Yet. All right then. Oh, hang on. I believe spells, I believe all of these are correct that I'm saying. Let's just say they are. Thirty-six inch range, um, or something mental, which means it's one of the only spells in the game that you can safely cast from outside of the spelling range, um, <laughs> and still hit your target. 
um, six to cast, which again is too cheap. And if you've got a star drake there, that means it's effectively a five to cast. Yeah. Okay, still thumbs up. And then it does D6 mortal wounds. Mm, no. After it's set up, roll a dice for every enemy unit within 10. On a 1 to 2, it takes 1. On a 3 to 4, it takes D3. On a 5 to 6, it takes 3 mortals. And then at the start of each battle round, roll a dice for each unit within 5. On a 1 to 3, it takes 1. On a 4 to 6, it takes D3. And you've got minus 1 from enemy wizards there within 5. So what you do is you drop it. You're outside of unbind range, so you want to set your encounter up last, basically. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you go, right, it's going to hit here and it does damage immediately. But then when you go into the turn, it does damage. So if you go second, you're going your turn and then you're going to go straight into a round. So technically you can set it up so you double ding people. And then in your go, you can kind of like, you can either leave it or you can unbind it and then cast it the next turn. Um, it's, it's nice to not mind about the turn roll. You know, if they get it, you're like, cool. <laughs> Here's some more. <laughs> Um, is it does it damage every unit within ten rust or is it enemy units? It says um, uh, each unit. Okay, but you know, Star Drake's have got more wounds than most things. But you're not you're not going to be near it when you drop it, and then you can where you place it. It's such a long range; you can just do it so it just pings the things you want to hit, not yeah. you. And then I'm like, just thinking that Tom Tom might get a first on and run straight to the action. <laughs> Basically, very, you basically very... like playing catch with the encounter and the star drake so you throw the ball i go get the ball go get the ball and it's like go get the ball um it, yeah so that's the everblaze comet is is sweet so um that to probably you know on average you're gonna get five d3 reign of stars five times d3 damage from reign of stars from both your drakes um the reliability of the Vexler banner, <clears throat> which, you know, isn't a cast or anything. You're just going to get that. You only get it once, but you're going to get it. And mm-hmm. then the Prime as well. And he's got the ability to change one of his dice. So if you don't get the range you want on his boomstick, which is D6 from a point, I believe, D3 mortal wounds, you can turn that to a 6 and guarantee a 12-inch yeah. blob. So, you know, you can pick one point on the table and ruin it and yeah. then chase it with Star Drift. <laughs> The mortal wound output is pretty ridiculous. I think um, you might struggle if people got lots of like cheap bodies. <laughs> but then Star door, Drakes so. are amazing at killing those units. Yeah, lots um, of cheap bodies though. You still get to you get to ping off the things that are visible. And the other thing is, if your opponent's got small units, your battle line is actually more relevant against them. Yes, yeah. Stormcast battle line is pretty tasty. Yeah, but I I think it'd be fun. Like, I'm not it saying was. it's going to be amazing, but like it would be a lot of fun playing with that. And you've still got two <clears> dragons <throat> to play around, so I I just think like it gives you something else to do, like another way to do damage. And I think you could put points into shooting yeah. and go anvils command ability. So that's then got a cost, but you've then like you've got a range that's a, a little bit less static. Well. And then you're like, oh, I need a heraldor now because I want running charge. And then whereas you could just use a command ability and held anvils. Uh, sorry, in, uh, hallowed knights. Plus the fact yeah. you've got the chance that on a six you don't care about your own comet hitting you, so you, know, <laughs> you can gamble. You can really play that that one and six. Um, is it is it an issue that if you are gunning for that pin, you would need a, can, a command ability for the six on the run and the six for run and charge? Uh, potentially, but I mean, like you you can just I I think you could be patient with this army. 
because you, I, don't I don't think you need to pin them on first turn because like the ranges are so big and you can put stuff in the sky and the star drakes are resilient and they do their range of styles is no range on it yeah, so i don't think right. you need People to even to i think you could literally on the first turn just like rain of stars rain of stars comet have you go like done like just yeah. just spread out cap objectives yeah, right. and go you'll go because you don't need to alpha strike you don't need to charge them on turn one i went for the trait live limbed on the mount because you plus one move because oh, nice. of a 13 inch yeah. move and then like That's you can a big run and charge and, yeah, yeah so but you don't i think um i just think it's cool like it's interesting it's, cool. it's different you know i you could put like bolt throwers in and snore or like a big unit of shooters snore and then just run anvils which is even boring um <laughs> And just go, yeah, I'm gonna shoot you. Or you could drop comets of lightning on people. Like that's way more fun. Yeah. This this feels a bit more like a load of the things we've suggested are things that you get in Beast Claw, for example. It is more <laughs> month, you know, like run and charge or fight if you die or stuff like that, or feck, you know. Yeah. Kind of gribbly themed. And, that, and not bad options. And that's why, like, even if they come in and charge your Star Drake and kill it on the first turn, he still gets to fight. Yeah. So you might still get to hit someone. So <laughs> then your awesome. your wizard can run in and, and like d- like suicide vial with the spirit flasks and be like bah! take my, take my magical lightning yeah it's a good point actually if someone comes at you you're gonna have a fun time if someone does bunch I would absolutely be tempted oh, you just to turn kind of... one try and pin them and just hold them there even if the units you're holding them with get blasted with a comet you know just. Um, one of the things with the drakes as well which is like really undersung is how good the bites are. Because with two drakes as well, you oh, can yeah, fight. You can fight with one and bite. They pile in and attack. Then the other one just bites, so they break coherency. And you're like, don't matter yeah. now. I mean, like you can literally. I reckon you could delete a unit of thirty witch elves in one turn, not even breaking Definitely, a sweat. Yeah. Like double, double, double Lord Celestin. And you've got the mortal wound bounce back. They've got a free up save anyway. You've got a. You've got an encounter that once you can even you try and get Mystic Shield off. You've got the relic for healing. Um, you've also got the Relictor for the damage and the minus one to hit as well, if you get that off, if after you could translocate yourself and then do that. Um, I mean, the Vexler banner, it gives you re-roll charges, so it's not terrible, because you could just run up the table and re-roll the charges. Oh, that's fair, yeah. And, like, he's also, um, he doesn't, he doesn't need to, like, because he, when he does that ability, that Meteor, you, 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 you don't need to worry about him running or not running, so if it's in the hero phase, you translocate and drop the ban- drop the banner, then he can run to a position where the star drakes are going to get re-roll charges. So like one dropping from the sky, nine with a re-roll, <coughs> and the other one running up the table with a with the command ability, then getting plus one, plus two to move, plus one to charge with a re-roll on the charge. Probably going to be up the table anyway. Um, so you might need a bigger charge, but you're going to get plus one and a re-roll. So it might be like two nine-inch re-rollable charges on double star drakes. So but I no, think your opponent would have to think about the possibility of you doing it, which is why it would be disruptive. Yeah, and, and at the same time, like you, you don't really have much on the table then for them to go at if you've put those liberators up in the sky and you're just like, well, I don't, don't need them. I don't care it? about them. It's four characters. <laughs> Plus, if you think from a painting point of view, that would be quite fun because yeah, you've dragon, got like... Dragon. Heroes like two big dragons, a prime, three heroes, and then three units of five libs. You'd be awesome in hero missions. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) duality. I'll put one on each. Go on, then. I mean, how often do you have you ever seen someone with two star drakes? Yeah, 
people they've not gone in the middle have they they've been like one or four yeah maybe this is this is undiscovered secret tech that we are working out here double dragon lightning ball this is the yeah. <laughs> it's like the it's amazing i want to do it's it an now. anime army isn't it yeah <laughs> It's just, just like everyone just got like, come with an epilepsy warning. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, beware, this yeah. hero phase will cause you to have fits. So, because um, I'm about to drop some lightning. Um, no, I like it. I guess get 2,000 points on the nose. I've always wanted to do a list that drops lightning bolts like that. So, I'm very happy right now, as you can probably tell. Very I might need to have a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's the double dragon list that we come up with i know i kind of steamrolled my idea through but it's my show no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) no but you can see that i think it's viable you know yeah i mean you could do differently with anvils and shooting instead of the the magic and the comet but i think the i think the like the bomb is more exciting really like in terms of in and 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 like you said it's got that like kind of threat of disruption of like when you're gonna do it and like do, and you're going to be doing a bit of it every turn anyway. Yeah. And then you can do... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Pretty, so all you've got to do now is paint it, Tom. <coughs> I don't even... Yeah. I don't need, I'm trying to work out what do I even need to buy for that. Probably nothing, right? I might need a Vexilla. I think that's <laughs> the only thing I need. I've got the rest of it. <laughs> £20 army. Bargain. Yeah. <laughs> just convert him out of a... Uh, out of a... Uh, what are they called? Paladin with the sticks. <laughs> you know the ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have got plenty of other stuff I can convert with him. Yeah. I'm just going to convert your banner. The hardest part is going to be converting a Star Drake, probably. Because I yeah. think the, the pose for the Star Drake is such a striking pose that two of them, I think, would be... They, they look like gargoyles or statues, wouldn't they? If they were yeah. You, you have to convert it, yeah. I think the we've got, actually, in our in the Realm Hammer competition, someone did a converted pose Star Trek, didn't they? In our yeah. Discord. Nice. So. You can hide a lot because they're armor panels. If you don't use those armor panels, you can get away with a lot of mess underneath those that you then hide. Yeah. Um, and if you're willing to, you know, use other bits of other things and put armor panels on shoulders or whatever, you can actually probably take their limbs and reposition them better than you yeah, expect. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you could just cover a shin if there was some repositioning there or the nice thing about things. I think the challenging, the, the hardest part is the way the wings are. It's very tailored to the pose it's in. Like you just, can't have it. You can't have it like, if you imagine like splayed out like that, yeah. because the wings are they're different shapes from each other and they're very like closed off yeah i've been thinking a lot i've been thinking a lot about how i would scratch the new bellicore wings yeah yeah because they're quite i've got chains on and they're probably separate and you could use bellicore without the wings as a demon prince (laughs) (laughs) you don't do things by halves tom just whack archeon's wings on it didn't you buy two archeon's I do have two Archeons. So you have spare Archeon wings. <laughs> You're an idiot. Do you know what you do you know what you could do? You could do a chaos a chaos themed Stormcast army and have two Archeons as the two stars. Oh drinks. you could paint you could paint a black then. Black Stormcast looks so good. You yeah. could do it like a black great traditional <laughs> it would chaos. Be the ultimate Knights meme army. for like the, the the hallowed knights being made out of chaos models and being painted black, <laughs> like only the faithful, but not really. Uh, yeah. So, plus Gardas is coming soon, so you could use that. Formerly the faithful. Yeah, we've seen that. I don't know, like hallowed knight stormcast. Plus, I, I think silver armor would be super quick to do as well. If you do yeah. it with like 
you know, like Vallejo metal color or whatever and washes and stuff like that, you can do some really cool stuff. I even think, use I've flip paint. My, yeah, I've got my metal, Shifters. my silver metal like technique that I'm really happy with, which is uh, scale 75 black art, black metal. Mm. They're uh, kind of normally a combination of Druki violet and non iron wash and then just dry brush it for Leo aluminium. And it's kind of like at that point, you can then, if you want gold, if you want like gold or bronze armor, just <coughs> use contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just snake bite and, or the ended yellow contrast over the top, and you've already got yeah. gold then. Yeah. So, so to put rust in the recesses of that next to the purple, and it would look beautiful. Mm. Not on the yeah. They're like pristine, <coughs> like angelic. They don't rust. Sigmarite doesn't oh. rust. Come on. You know that's exactly. I'd be, I'd be doing something <laughs> like that if it was chipping me. medium and and covered in blood, just <laughs> just like a, a disgustingly beaten up group of stormcast. Yeah, I, wizards. Have, I had a kind of idea where I would paint all the stormcast, all the armor like different colors, so it was almost like a, a rainbow, <laughs> as in like different <laughs> metallic colors. So it was yeah. almost like a. Uh, like, like a, a collection of metal, an unbound, an unbound kind of stormcast host where they've all come from. Different. Almost like they've they've had to like they haven't been able to get back to the anvil of apotheosis and they've had to like retrofit their armor to stop them <laughs> leaking. Thing is, yeah. whenever I like think of stormcast, because I'm a big like Brandon Sanderson fan, I just think of like the stormlight leaking from the armor as they're getting battered and stuff. So I'd love to do an army that's all battle damage, but they've got like like lightning, like like glow oh, yeah. leaking. Yeah. I was really upset. <clears throat> A uh, bit of a tangent, but when Stormcasts were revealed, they didn't have anyone f- normal faces. Yeah, and I was really upset when they had like human faces, and I was like, I really wish they had like hollow armor, a bit like Elfarian, like and and like yeah. you could be actually there is no, they are just animated suits. Yeah, um, it doesn't really fit, I guess, what they want to do with Stormcast. But for me, like I I like that idea. It's why I quite like Fowls and Sons, apart from painting them. Disclaimer. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I actually want to kill myself. Um, no, it's um, a really nice piece of art where I don't know if it's in the the new book. I can't remember. It was certainly in the original Stormcast book where they didn't have their helmets on and all their hair was like basically yeah. like white lightning. Yeah, yeah. That looked really, really cool. I know the one. I think it's in the it was in the original core book actually, or in one of the realm books. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that one. So it probably was because it's I probably not not canon books. anymore. I'll have a quick flick through, see if we can see it as we talk. But do we want to do another list, or are we 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 happy to leave it there? I know time's marching on, and we've done quite a bit. We can always we've got a live show we're going to do on Sunday, hopefully, so we could do another one then. If that makes more sense. That's not a bad idea. Isn't it live, yeah. I'm still quite keen about this book. I'm waiting. Silverneff. Yeah, we, is this we, the picture you were talking about, where this guy's got his Zayn yeah, 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 hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it kind of matches the sword as well. I think yeah, it's just yeah. Really cool. yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious. You, you mentioned Russ earlier on. We can do a silver enough one now if you want, but it's just whether or not we've got time because it's quarter six now. So yeah, maybe we can do, do it on it Sunday. On, do it on Sunday, yeah, yeah. Right. People... Silver enough list tech on Sunday live. Yeah, there you go. We'll do that. Me and Russ can go away and do some research. I'll bring some. I'll bring some allies. <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm. I, go I, check. I, if you like the list, <laughs> then go buy it. No, uh, then drop us a like. And if you have any um, army list text with a theme, don't just say a gloom spike list, but you know, actually have a theme or a model you want to use or something you want it to do. 
then pop it in the comments. Um, and what we'll do is we'll try and um, do a tech show on that at some point. And, uh, yeah, we'll do some theory crafting. If people enjoy these sort of shows, then we might do these more of a live interactive thing <coughs> with people So in the future. So um, let us know what you think. Um, and if you want more AOS content, then consider subscribing to the channel. It really helps us out. And uh, you can get more AOS content to your face. So thanks very much. And um, we'll see you all soon. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.